This is Dollhouse, Book 3 in the Things That Go Bump in the Night trilogy by J.C. Bratton, performed by Flora 5 Theatre Company, produced by Flora 5 Theatre Company and Blue Milk Publishing. To learn more about the project or to download the ebooks, please visit www.bluemilk.co. Part 1. Muffy. I never said that. Why do you keep making up stories? Steve and Monica were at each other's throats constantly. Monica would call Steve a narcissist, while Steve would complain that Monica was too sensitive. The two would go back and forth all night, especially when Steve had been drinking heavily. They had two children, Ken, age 17, and Penny, age 6. Penny was a complete angel in Ken's eyes. She had long, dark hair that was very soft to the touch. She was very kind and innocent. As Penny's big brother, Ken did his best to shield her from the mom and dad drama show. Daddy seems to hate mommy, Penny said as she crawled under her covers. Hate is a strong word, Ken said to downplay the situation. Sometimes grown-ups have disagreements. Don't be scared. Actually... I have something that will cheer you up. Ken opened up his backpack to reveal a beautiful doll with dark hair in an okapa style. She was wearing a Japanese kimono. Her name is Muffy. I bought her at a yard sale. I love her. Penny grabbed Muffy from Ken's hands and started to squeeze the doll very tightly. I knew you would like her. Seeing Penny's smile was all Ken wanted. From what I understand, she was custom-made by a brilliant Japanese artist. She put so much passion into her work, and it shows. Muffy, you're going to be my best friend, Penny said as she looked Muffy in the eyes. Okay, I'll leave you to get to know your new best friend. I love you, kiddo. Ken kissed his sister goodnight. You're the best brother in the whole world. Over the next month, Penny and Muffy were inseparable. Penny would bring Muffy to school, have Muffy with her when she ate dinner, and would sleep with Muffy every night. Her parents were too wrapped up in their own perils to notice the profound change in Penny. She had a special friend that wouldn't judge her, that would always be there for her. Someone she could take care of. Ken planned to go to college out of state next year. So knowing Penny had something to make her happy was all he could ask for. Until Penny got sick. <laughs> Over the winter, Penny became very ill. The doctors did not understand what was wrong with her. Some sort of viral infection, maybe? She was in bed for weeks with Muffy by her side. One night, Penny became violently ill and started coughing up blood. She had to be taken to the hospital. When she got there, she awoke briefly, only to find that Muffy was not there. With the chaos of trying to get Penny to the hospital, her parents forgot to bring Muffy. <coughs> I need Muffy. 
Penny fought so hard to speak out loud. I'll bring her over. Don't worry, kiddo, Ken assured Penny. When Ken came back with Muffy, he was told that Penny had passed away. Ken was in so much pain. He lost Penny, the sweet, innocent girl with beautiful long hair, the light of Ken's life. He sat in the hospital chapel and brought Muffy with him. Why did you have to take her from me? Ken looked up and asked God. After about 30 minutes, he figured he should just join the rest of his family. He grabbed his backpack and went to pick up Muffy, but she wasn't there. Wait, where's Muffy? Ken pondered as he looked all over the chapel. Steve and Monica found Ken in the chapel to let him know they were going to head back to the house. Have you seen Muffy? Ken asked his parents. Muffy? Steve questioned. Yes, Penny's doll, Ken said. No, I'm afraid we haven't, Monica interjected. Come on, Ken. Let's go home and get some rest. Okay, well, let me look around some more and I'll join you in a bit. Ken asked the nurses, staff, anyone who could possibly have seen Muffy. No one had seen her. I know the doll was with me, Ken explained to the head nurse. She was so important to Penny. We'll keep a lookout, Ken, said the RN in charge. We'll call you right away when we find it. We know it's a difficult time for you and your family. Get some rest. If the doll is here, we'll find it and keep it safe. Exhausted, Ken made it back to the house. His parents weren't home yet, which was a bit odd. He knew it would be painful but the first room he needed to enter was Penny's room. The door was closed. Ken opened it and turned on the light to find Muffy in Penny's bed. Suddenly, Muffy turned her head and looked straight at Ken. Her hair began to grow long like Penny's, right in front of Ken's eyes. Ken was frozen, in shock. Will you be my new best friend? Thank you for listening to Dollhouse, book three in the Things That Go Bump in the Night trilogy by J.C. Bratton. Performed by Floor 5 Theatre Company. Produced by Floor 5 Theatre Company and Blue Milk Publishing. To learn more about the project or to download the ebooks, please visit www.bluemilk.co. Stay tuned for the next episode of Dollhouse. Oh my god, it's gorgeous! So much prettier than the photos! Amber was immediately drawn to the formal entry. French windows, hardwood floors, and vaulted ceiling. Wow! What's this? A secret room? Mike asked Kim. Kinda interesting, huh? Kim responded. The previous owner had this made. No particular explanation why, but it's definitely unusual. Amber looked inside the closet and noticed a doll sitting on the top shelf dressed in a kimono. It was very beautiful, with a warm smile. There was something peculiar about the doll, though. She couldn't quite put her finger on it.